Connecting you to the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. I don't know how to put this. I was an invited walk-on at an NAIA school, okay? I'm kind of a big deal. This is the Press Box. Uh, But he's our big deal. Chris Stewart of the Crimson Tide Sports Network with us from Birmingham. Brad Law of the Auburn Sports Network in Auburn. Mike Grace inside the Breakline Optics Studios. Now, I think it's fair to say, uh, safe to say, fellas, there are levels of, of of big deals. This Our next guest, now, this guy's a big deal. Well, yeah. it's not every day you get a former Tennessee Smokey announcer. There you the go. There you go. Here, here, here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tom Hart, my man, who's, uh, with all due respect to our, our brethren in the Southern League, has, uh, has moved on and done rather well for himself. Tom Hart, how you doing, buddy? You know, you could have, with that intro, you could have gone to a lot of different broadcasters, uh, including one Bob Kessling. That is a former yes, Smokies announcer. Exactly. Who's running around the SEC. So we're, we're more plentiful than you may think. No, I know that. And that's that was my point, is that's that's not a uh, – that was not a poking fun thing. That was, that was part of the uh, – that's part of the resume and a, and a good one at that. And, and here's the other part. I know this because stuff that I've done before, you felt when you were doing it like you may as well have been at Yankee Stadium, man, because it was the biggest thing in your world at the time and and probably treated it with every bit as much care uh, and attention as you do all the stuff you do now for uh, the mothership. Without a doubt. I think that's, um, you know, not to make this a broadcasting tutorial, but I think that's the secret to success for, you know, really what any, whatever job you have is, is be where your feet are. You hear that a lot, but um, yeah. if you learn how to do minor league baseball at the best, whatever, whatever level you're at, then you create a work ethic or you, um, you roll off a bus at, 9 a.m. and then go into a two o'clock first pitch and and pull it off, uh, whatever that might mean might mean. Then you know what you can get on a 6 a.m. flight out of Fayetteville and show up at Starkville and do a do a basketball game that night too, and it, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. Tom, um, thanks for being with us uh, on the show today. It must be Tennessee Smokies Week because we had Bob Kessling on the show Wednesday, so we're we're trying we're running the cycle here. Um, you should I, get Mick Gillespie on tomorrow, then you can just. Yeah, they do the whole gamut. We've like had him, that. so we may do it. I like that. Um, uh, it's okay to do a little bit of a broadcaster's tutorial because I, th- I think it's interesting. Um, I, our position is right beside uh, where you guys sit to do the games from Auburn Arena. And a couple of weeks ago, you were in for a game, and you were so prepared in getting ready for that game that, that you guys even had a graphic recognizing the uh, new top ten basketball managers rankings so yeah this speaks this speaks a little bit to the depth of your preparation how much stuff do you have for a game on average that you never even get to use because you you got to be over prepared going in how much stuff do you just never use that's a great question um thank you you, you know it's all about prioritizing what you have and and that and and Part of that, a big part of that, is getting others on the crew to buy into your ideas, right? You guys, I'm going to do the most unprofessional thing here. You're going to have to bear with me. Um, 
I'm in fine. the coffee line right now. Can you, can I get your don't name? Oh, yeah, oh, my name's perfect. Mike Gillespie. Perfect. Can I get a venti vanilla latte, please? <laughs> yes, you can, Miss Gillespie. Anything else for you today? That's all I like. That's the show to a T. That's <laughs> little shout-out. little shout-out to Mick. Um, she played along. She played along. That's phenomenal. <laughs> so, yeah, you've got you've to gotta, um, decide. I, I love being creative. I love coming up with off-the-wall ideas. I think it's a a benefit to doing the same league three times a week that I don't, um, and this is no slight at other announcers. I don't get bogged down in the minutia. I know what I know about teams. And generally speaking, I know what our audience knows about these teams, right? So um, we don't have to give you the same foundation that others may give you when they, they learn about a team for the first time. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but um you know, we're allowed to go, I think, in my mind, we don't have to be 101. We can take it to graduate-level classes. That's why when I saw that um, – who, who was the actress that we did with, with Sonny? Oh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox, yeah. Well, I saw Megan Fox was from Roan County, Tennessee. The first thing my idiot mind thought of was, wait a second, Sonny's from Roan Mountain. Is that the same place? And then next thing you know, and Chris, guys, I don't know if you saw this. I know most did, but um, we had a split screen of Megan Fox and Sonny Smith. As everybody Roan County, would. Tennessee, which is up by Oak Ridge, and Roan Mountain, Tennessee, which is obviously up in East Tennessee, up in the mountains. Not the same hometown. Oh. And we turned it into, you know, a, a yeah. minute-long bit with, with Pat Bradley. Um, so, yeah, we awesome. have a lot of random stuff. Belusa? We did. And we still do. So we're on the air during the open. I get a text from Wimp. And I'm not saying my jacket was ugly, but I don't know that I've worn it, that particular jacket many times other than that that one game. Right. Um, and I get a text from Wimp Sanderson during the open says, man, that is a beautiful jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, he follows it up, uh, you know, that week or a week later. And he says, you know, I got a closet full of those beauties. Next time you're in town. Come by the house. Yes. And he was dead serious. And so last Friday, there I am checking into his uh, estate neighborhood, going into Wimp Sanderson's house, looking at his man cave and all of his Alabama paraphernalia, which, by the way, includes not just Bear Bryant's hat, but also a pair of his golf shoes. And I left with two classic Wimp Sanderson jackets, and we will have that opportunity That's tomorrow. Serious. Damn. to present that story and uh i couldn't get jimmy dykes to put one on but i'm gonna get carolyn peck to wear one so there you There's go it's not a, there you go jimmy come <laughs> so on wait a minute up, jimmy so dykes, wait so dykes jimmy dykes will, will strut around without a shirt like conor mcgregor for for the camera but he won't put on a plaid jacket for the camera <laughs> well I, I it was a big game it was kentucky you know there's something to be said for um knowing the audience in, in a particular game, right? And yeah. you got we've got an 11 a.m. tip on the SEC Network, and not that you take the game any any less seriously, but SEC Network commercial breaks allow us more time. Um, well, that was diplomatic. ESPN breaks are a little, get, get us a little jammed up, and yeah. it'll be a little bit more casual than the high intensity of Kentucky, Alabama. And you know I love Jimmy Dykes, but Carolyn's more fun for that stuff. So, oh, she'll be great. Yeah, I texted her. I said, "Hey, she she was in studio last night for the women's game." And I said, um, 
hey, I, I got to run this by you. And I, I kind of outlined it. And I said, so I have two jackets. I'm happy to bring one for you. And she replied in all caps, I want to wear that jacket on air. Yeah, perfect. So, Not a surprise. Go. Tom Hart, our guest, I have talked to you so much about stuff that we love talking to you about that we haven't gotten to the two things real quick that uh, that that people would have expected us to talk to you about. So let's get into them. First, the game itself tomorrow, Arkansas, Bama, Hogs, phenomenal. You were there, I think. Were you not for the uh, the win over Auburn? I was. Was that not yeah, you? Was, okay. By the way, loudest, loudest sporting event I've ever well, maybe not the loudest sporting event I've ever – I went to an Astros playoff game with the roof closed, and they played the buzzing sound effects. That was all manufactured noise. Uh, yeah. This was the loudest arena I've ever been in. It was an amazing, amazing scene, and great for the SEC, by the way. So, yeah, so I how think – um, that game? How good's that the game? The question going into that game, Chris, was, yes, Arkansas has won seven in a row, but, but have they been tested? Who have they really played? And um, they were the better team on the floor against the number one team in the country that night. So they're they're legit. J.D. Note can get to the free throw line. He's the best scorer in the league. Um, they, I, I think that that's this thing's going to be decided on the perimeter, right? I mean, Alabama three for thirty against Kentucky, and then a fantastic shooting night um, Wednesday night. That that's um, you shoot like that at home. There not aren't a whole lot of teams that can beat you. Bama, how good? How good is Alabama? Yeah, how good when you see them at their best? How good are they? Well, they can beat anybody. I mean, we, we've seen that, right? I mean, Gonzaga, Houston, um, it's just a matter of being consistency. I think consistency in college basketball has less to do with um, how often the ball goes through the hoop and, and more often uh, – than not, it's how willing are you to get down in a stance and play defense? That's where consistency comes from. Um, and so they're going to have their hands full with an, with an Arkansas team that is big and long. They've got a six-six-three guard. You know, they're that's a, a, a wide team. I think it's a good matchup. Um, Alabama is we can beat anybody with our best stuff, anybody in the country good. Uh, and there, there aren't a whole lot of teams that can say that. There's probably only – 10 in the country um but they've just got to be more consistent it, it's as, as simple as that and i know it's probably frustrating to see from a fan standpoint or a coaching standpoint <clears throat> i'm sure it's frustrating to see flashes of it and not see it more consistently um uh you you've seen auburn several times did auburn do enough in those first 10 games was there enough separation and are they good enough to withstand the the back half of this schedule and finish at the top of the league? Is it Auburn or is it somebody else in the field winning the regular season championship in your opinion? Well, I think we are due for a fantastic race. I I went and looked at um, one of my broadcast crutches that I use is Ken Pomeroy, uh, you know, advanced analytics site for people who may not know. And it's a, you know, he's a, he's a numbers geek and, and what he does by, computing their offensive and defensive efficiency is he's able to put together uh, basically uh, point spread predictions on, on games. So I went and looked at the teams that are in this thing and Auburn is favored in six of their last seven. Tennessee is favored in all seven. Uh, Kentucky is favored in six of seven. And Al- uh, sorry, Arkansas is only favored in two 
of its last seven games. Now, the my guess is they'll do better than that, but they've got Tennessee twice. They've got Kentucky coming to their place. Um, they've, they've got this one this weekend, obviously, against Alabama, which is a, a losable game for Arkansas. Uh, so I think we have a three-team race going in the final final weekend of the season. I think Arkansas can have a role in it based on how they perform against both Tennessee and Kentucky. Uh, but I, I think it's a it's a really tight race. A&M is a really good defensive team. They can turn you over. Um, they only have a couple guys who can really knock down shots. So I think Auburn will be fine this weekend. But they, they show that they really miss Zeb Jasper. I mean, they miss a, uh, a a point guard that can take care of the basketball, that can get it into their scorer's hands, that is a sharer first. He's a pass-first point guard. And I think he just brings a – and by the way, he's the best defender in the backcourt. So they, they really missed him. Katie Johnson has kind of been out of it the last couple of games. He was certainly seemed out of it uh, Tuesday night. They need him back. They need the, the – I get put the ball in my hands, Katie Johnson, and they'll be fine. I talked to Bruce yesterday. Like, this is still a national championship contender, even though they're coming off of a loss. Like, it's okay. They still haven't lost in regulation, and no one else in college basketball can say that. Um, there's still a Final Four contender. There's still one of a, a handful of teams that can win a national title. It's just that, you know, I, I know that game left a bad taste in everybody's mouth Tuesday night. I don't want to let the Mick Gillespie special from Starbucks get cold, but as we let you go, uh, fascination, disgust, what's what's the the word as you watch what's transpiring down at Auburn from a football standpoint? Well, I just want to point out, I'm looking at the label right now. They actually have it labeled Nick with an N, Nick Gillespie. So oh, please send uh, that picture to that's me. That's actually funnier <laughs> to me. That's, yeah, send it to I'm me. Gonna, me I'm going to take Gillespie. a screen grab of this and send it to him. Um, this is the SEC is the the best soap opera in sports. It it never stops being entertaining, and that is because it means so much to so many people. It Auburn football matters to a billionaire who sells lumber, and it matters to a keyboard warrior sitting in his parents' basement pounding out missives on a message board, and and those two people, um are wildly different people, but when they see each other on the street, they've got something to talk about and they've got a common bond. And, and that's, what's fascinating about this league. And, and I don't, I don't see that ever changing. Uh, I think it's unfortunate the way Harson's been treated. I think it's, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, when you hire someone from outside the footprint, as we say on the network, uh, you, you need to be realistic about it. And allow them time to grow into that role. There, there are nuances and intricacies about being a, a football coach in the SEC that you just can't explain to outsiders. That they need to get their feet wet and witness on their own. And then we will learn if you're a good enough coach and a smart enough person to make adjust the adjustments that you need to make. Um, he is not afraid of making adjustments. You know that, that's why he wanted to change both of his corners uh, coordinators. Uh, not good enough offensively in a pass defense near a hundredth in the country defensively. He should be allowed and would be allowed in most other places to, um, and a honeymoon period wouldn't be the right descriptor, but he would be allowed the learning curve to get right based on what he took over. They're just, uh, patience is not a word that goes hand in hand with SEC boosters or fans 
and um, disgust would be too strong a word, but a cautious, um, cautious observation. You know, it, it, it's are, are, are you as an Auburn family, are you doing what's best for the program or are you eating your young? You're generous with your time. You're great at your job, and you're uh, very, very, very kind to be on with us. We appreciate you so much. Thanks so much. I just won't. I just won't be a fashion plate tomorrow. Please, please forgive me. It's not your I fault. I blind you with my jacket. You're sitting next to Carolyn Peck. No one's looking at you anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Tom. Enjoyed it. You Take bet. care. Find him on Twitter. It's at Tom underscore Hart. And again, that game he did uh, Arkansas Auburn. The yeah. most viewed regular season men's college basketball game on ESPN2 in more than three years. Sure. Had uh, 1.9 million viewed in uh, during the overtime period alone. So, yeah, big game. It's, uh, it's, the big power, game. it's the power of number one on the ropes. Yep, yep. Let me tell you, it's number one on the ropes. It's Bruce. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. style of play. Yeah. It's Bud Walton when it's rocking. And it's the SEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all of those pieces, and that's that's a compliment or intended as one to every group that was that I referenced right there. Yeah. Broadcasting around the world online at pressboxradio.com and to great radio stations throughout the state of Alabama. This is the press box.